Hello, newsies. Hello, newsies. And goodbye, newsies. Um, it's better ride. It's been, it's been eighty-seven episodes, which is approximately oh, seventy-seven more than I thought we would get through. I mean, um, my the dream is obviously sixty-nine episodes because that's nice. The fact that we got to eighty-seven is a miracle. Uh huh. Um, in yeah. its own, but this will be our last episode of mm-hmm. Get the Flick Out of Here, which mm-hmm. is sad, and it's because Alex and I can't work together. Um, yeah, no, we hate each other. We cannot we just, coexist. We can't do it anymore. We can only do it three other if times there, a week. <laughs> if, if there was a virtual barbershop window for me to super kick oh. you through. I would be going through it. Yep. I would be going through it. But Alex, yep. if if this wonderful thing that we do has to come to an end, what better note to send this baby out on yeah. than yeah. the worst movie ever? This is so bad and you have to see it. <laughs> um I I would not wish a viewing of this movie. On my worst enemy's dog. Well, no, dogs are great. But at least they wouldn't understand what they were watching. That's true. <clears throat> However, you have to see it. You have to see it. <laughs> um, is... I'll, I'll let you steer the ship. But I, I, this is normally Alex territory of like, going back and double checking things. I had to know at what minute the first bird appeared. And it was 47 minutes into this movie. <laughs> yep. Yep. This it sure was. Was everything that Velociraptor did in parody, but for realsies. And mm. uh, everything that Sharknado did with sharks and a... Mm. This made Sharknado look great. So we selected this before we found out this was going to be the last episode. I'm so happy we that we had, that we had decided that this was that 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 this was the one that we had happened to pick for this week. Yes, and the universe um, decided for us almost like it was yeah. everything came together and this really beautiful mm-hmm, tribute mm-hmm. to send ourselves yes. off on. Um, uh, uh, I while while watching this movie, while watching most movies, I'll just send DMs to Kate because I always watch them <laughs> before she does. She waits. She waits till basically the last minute to watch these things, and I have to watch them three or four times because I'm sick. But um, this is the only way I I remember things. So it's like, usually I watch on like Thursday Mm -hmm, and Alex mm -hmm. is like, we should do this movie. And I'm like, that sounds good. And he's like, great. I'm going to go watch it right now. And then I'm going to watch it three to four times. Here's the thing. In the past, I have said, let's do this movie. And then I will watch it immediately upon deciding it. And I'll send you like, we're not doing that movie. Yes, like, it is like going to be impossible to review. Just, to it's, review. Yeah. No, it's just boring, and there's no fun gags to be had, and everything. So sometimes I'll just send you. Sometimes I will send you a DM saying, "Now we're not doing this," and sometimes I'll send you a DM that just says this. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But it's preceded by regular text in my DMs yes. that just says Kate mm-hmm. in lowercase. And then it says mm-hmm. Kate in capital letters. Mm-hmm. And then yes. it is a graphic typed up mm-hmm. on Microsoft right. Word or whatever this was in a bigger this, font that says sometimes, Kate period sent. Sometimes all caps is not big enough. And I sometimes you have to open a Google Doc and then find <laughs> the biggest font you can that doesn't like switch over into the next line. And then you take a screenshot and then you save that and then you upload it into the DMs so that Kate can know <laughs> how 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 urgent it is that she know that this movie is is what it is, man. Um what did you say it made the room look like Casablanca or something? <laughs> <laughs> I said it look this makes the room look like Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane, there you go. Yes, it's true. Because the room had money behind it. I don't know where the hell Tommy Wiseau got his money, but he, he had he had an actual crew of real professional Hollywood types, sound guys and and and, and um well just sound guys. I mean literally all you have to do to make this more professional than Birdemic is just have a sound guy. And because they didn't literally so in some scenes, they had the 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 actors holding the boom mic between their knees, so that they could get because it'll it'll cut from some one person talking, and then it'll cut to the person that they're talking to, and back and forth. And every time it does that, the ambient noise around the scene drastically changes it's it, uh, there were several times that i thought when i was watching this for the first time that i was having a stroke because you know how like they say that like all of a sudden your auditorial thing will just switch you'd be like i'm hold on and it now I, I was i wasn't so that was good um uh i mean the waitress yeah. too i will go in order with this movie but like there's a scene where a waitress her voice is dubbed for some reason and it was just somebody talking into a walkie-talkie. It's the audio they replaced it with. There's all of a sudden all this background noise. It's so <laughs> funny for all the wrong reasons. And the special effects of these birds who just scratch people aside the face or turn into bombs. Um, they look... Party City is too generous. This is kindergarten, no, no, no. paper mache whatever. But, they're, um, but it's, it's, it's hysterical. It's computer graphics. But yes. the, the lamest possible computer graphics. Oh my gosh. In 2008, um, too. This was not 1984. It, yes, it, it was released in 2010. It started filming in 2006. This took four years? <laughs> they only did it when the actors were free. You know, like on the weekends occasionally. Which is why some of the movie is shot during the first, the second week of October, and some of the movie is shot during the last week of November, but it's shot out of order. So, you know, like, they time trap. Time travel is a thing in this movie. I don't know if you know that. We'll talk about that. Um, okay. This is directed by the author, James Wynn, um, who... He he 
christened himself the master of the romantic action thriller. That's what he calls himself. Because of this? Because of this. Because when you watch the, the, the trailer for Birdemic 2, from the master of the romantic thr- action thriller, James Wynn, comes. So there was a Birdemic 2. And full, full and disclosure. And 3. Full disclosure. Uh, before we got the news that this was going to be the last one. Um, uh, Birdemic two and three were going to be next week, and I was going to say to blind it with with uh, with Kate. She would have no idea. Have I would have no watched idea. it. I would have watched it, but I would have um, had more fun not watching it. And you have described the, it to me because I, it's I, so insane. Yes, I think so. I think so. Um, so the romantic part. The, honestly, I feel like. He was trying to do a From Dust Till Dawn, where the first half of the movie is one movie and the second half of the movie is another movie. Like if that had been the if that was the intention to like do one half of the movie that's weird, boring, awkward romance, and the second half of the movie is batshit crazy being hunted by flocks of eagles. Um I, I don't know. Did he direct anything outside of Birdemic? He directed a movie before this that somehow starred Tippi Hedren from The Birds. And and you know the really awkward sex scene where there's a TV playing in the hotel room? Um, that's that's a and there's a woman on it and she's feeding a bird in a cage um on, on the TV for no reason. That's Tippi Hedren in his earlier movie. So he could say that. Birdemic co-stars Tippy Tippy Hedren. He actually put her in the credits. I don't know why she was in the first one. I didn't see the first one. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't... <laughs> but last yeah. week we reviewed a movie that had Quentin Tarantino and Madonna mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they didn't publish that, like publicize right. that at all. This movie sneaks Tippy Hedren into it. Do you remember the Rotten Tomatoes rating from the critics for four rooms that we discussed last week? 13%. Oh, it's 13%. 13%. Okay. Do you know the Rotten Tomatoes rating from the critics for this movie? I was terrified. 18%. (laughs) (laughs) Well... I'm never using Rotten Tomatoes again. <laughs> no, no, you can't. You can't trust Rotten Tomatoes after that. You cannot trust them. You can't trust them. Um, In their defense, it's called Rotten Tomatoes. They were not like yeah. we are a trustworthy source. They're like, sure, on. sure, sure. They are an aggregate of popular critics' responses, um, but also untrustworthy. Um, the 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 movie starts with driving for four minutes. So driving there are some four, scenes of this that are just so long. Um, driving for four minutes, um, so, most of which is like somebody sitting in the the middle seat in the back seat of a car with a cell phone recording through the windshield. That's most of the first four minutes is somebody recording from like trying to do like a dash cam thing, but they. It's not 
Um, and uh, eventually, this is a this is a blue Mustang that's driving through the Pacific Coast back roads, and then you see the extremely you know, eco conscious blue Mustang. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> Main Street, Main Street. You just see a big, a huge side in the middle of a field. Main Street, and I'm like, where? <laughs> Main Street. Main, Main There's Street. only where, one where, Main Street in America. Well, yeah, wait, Main Street, but like, it. Where is the Main Street from here? Because there's nowhere near here. Um, slowly but surely, we see this blue Mustang park on the Main Street of some small town, and a man gets out wearing a polo tucked into some black dockers. And he walks like no human walks. <laughs> he just like I just I don't even know how to explain it. No this human like, being in this movie is a human being. No, like, it's true. Not a single one. He he walks into the Main Street Grill, and this is where you find out that there was no sound because they I. I pr- the Russian, the Ru- Russian, Eastern European waitress. It's like, hi. This is this weird thing with her head. And I'm like, so she, then, and then he's like, hello. Like, it's this weird thing where it's like, he goes, he says, hello. And then um, you, you hear her go, hi. Like, it's this weird <laughs> sound that accompanies it. That is only when she is speaking and not when he is speaking. And then um, he says, um, he sits at a booth and she says, here is a menu. And I'm like, are you trying to, is this a Tommy Wiseau reference? No, it's not. Um, And she says, uh, and he says, he says, thank you. All right. I will be right back with you. And that's, that's it. Okay. So he's sitting there. He's looking at a menu. He's looking at a menu, right? He is seated alone in a booth, looking at a menu. And he looks at a, at a girl sitting in a booth in his eyesight. She's a pretty girl, but she is working with her knife. And yes. Fork. Working at it. Like, I'm like, it's the middle of the day. Did you order a steak? I'm like, well done. Because she is really cutting at the thing. And I'm like, what did you order? It doesn't, she's not eating a sandwich. Nothing that is like, she's not cutting up pancakes. Because like, she is working with that yeah. knife. So whatever they so, they, so anyway, um, she eventually gets up to leave and walks, he is, he walks past him and, and she, she walks and he, he goes, like, I don't know how she doesn't recognize that this man is ogling her and has been for her entire meal because she, he is also in her line of sight. And when he, when he, she walks past him and he looks this way. There is next to him a cup of coffee, a fully drank glass of orange juice with a little bit at the bottom, and a bottle of water. We've never seen, he still has the menu. Like the idea that he's still looking at the menu for the Main Street Grill. But the, the waitress came back and says, Hello, I have come right back with you. Like, yeah, can I get an orange juice? Um, what, would you like anything else? No, I'm just looking at the menu. She comes back later. Here's your orange juice. Well, I get, can I get a cup of coffee? And then she brings the coffee. It's like, I'm a little, a little thirsty. Give us some water. How much do you need 
to high are you action and ready how are you hydrating yourself this much also um, like it's it's a lot of liquids and uh it is the most how long can someone stare at someone shot in the world before being even acknowledged like just And she's yeah. beautiful. She's tall glass of water. She's gorgeous. Very mid to late 2000s hot. She has like the blonde haircut that every girl had at that age. I know. Yes. <clears throat> um, um, but yeah. She, just no, just this. There are no interactions in this movie that are how human beings interact. It's incredible. And the waitress overdub yeah. is like, this is why I compared it to like Velocipaster being in parody. Everything that Velocipaster made fun of, of like those glitches, mm. uh, are done in sincerity here. So when you tell me that this started being filmed in 2006 and finished in 2010 and mm. feels like it was thrown together in six hours as a student film, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, mind blown. Um, so she has left the restaurant and he looks after her cut to the outside of the restaurant he sprints out of the restaurant restaurant shoving the door open runs out into the sidewalk and turns to look at her the next shot is him slowly walking after her you had to sprint out of the restaurant so you could slowly walk after her did you even pay for your 14 drinks that you ordered i need the russian to come out and be much basically excuse me sir you did not pay for your orange juice or your coffee or your water bottle I need you to pay before you leave, sir. Uh, but she doesn't. She doesn't because um, she was probably getting him an apple juice. Yeah. Uh, she says, ex- he says, excuse me, miss. Grabs her. She's like, oh. she's like, uh, he, she says, um, I feel like I know you from somewhere. She goes, oh, really? Where? Like, she's not at all weirded out by creepy dude who's just walking after her. From who just grabs her, by the way, too. Right. Like, Yeah. And she goes, did you go to San Mateo High School? Yeah, how did you know that? If somebody were to say to me, did you go to the high school that I went to? I would assume that they also went there because it would be Correct. very I would start being to. like, who was that in my senior class right. or whatever? Right. Yeah. And 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 it's just do you go to San Mateo High School? Yeah, how did you know that? I went there too. Oh, really? Wow. So, are you from here? No, she's from San Mateo. As are you. <laughs> This is this is this very small town of Half Moon Bay on the Pacific, yes, uh, south <laughs> southwest of of San Mateo and San Francisco and San Jose, which is the places they're about to tell you. Um, are you from here? No, my mom lives up here, but I'm from San Francisco. What you mean is I live in San Francisco. If you went to high school in San Mateo, you're from San Mateo. You know what I mean? You're where uh, are you built from? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he says, uh, "Where uh, I'm from, San Jose." Oh, okay. Uh, like anyway, this so is not how um, human beings talk. And she's, and then she goes. He, then he says, "Oh, I remember you now." No, that's what she says. You already we established. You already remembered her. That's oh, how I you recognized you her. Yeah. You, you were in my English class. Um, and, uh, I, he says, I was, yes, I sat two seats behind you. You remember back that far? Um, yeah, like, he's, he's really bashful about remembering things. 
So, I was sure that there was going to be some really ham-fisted attempt at honesty later in the film where the guy admits that he never went to high school with her. It was a lucky guess. Um, and uh, because when he sees her in the restaurant, it is not a look of... I, like I remember you. Yeah. It was like, oh my God, look at this mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. piece of ace. Like Body it's just, I, it, it, yeah. no, no, and the fact that he can't, they can't, she doesn't remember him at all. She Correct. never remembers him from high school. And he was in her sight line, as you said before, right. too. Yes. Um, she, he says, what do you do? They have not exchanged names. At no point do they exchange names. Like, oh my God, they don't. They don't ever exchange names. He might remember her, but he barely remembers that she sat two seats in front of him in English class and she doesn't remember him at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so she says, What do you do? I'm a fashion model. And he says, And a beautiful one, too. And I feel like that's where the conversation probably ends for most women. Uh, yes. And also just the idea of like, I'm a fashion model, but I recognized you from high school and not like a magazine ad well, or a commercial yeah, she's, or she's, whatever. She's a, she's a struggling fashion model. Honestly. It is true. Cause she, she has to have, she, we're going to find she, out a part-time she job. Ha, no, she hasn't got any, any, and nothing bites. We don't know. It's too bad. Shameful. Um, she'll never get a gig. Ever. Um, she. He says, I have to go. I have a modeling job audition. And I would add, which is why I just had a steak for lunch. I that's, thought that's, the same that's, thing. That's what models normally do. They fill up on lunch before they have a modeling audition. I think we know why got, she's struggling at this. <laughs> you, you gotta have a food baby when you go in to do the lingerie audition. She leaves. She walks away. Immediately smash cut to him running after her going, Natalie! <laughs> Remember me, the guy from five seconds ago? Um, she never told you her name. So, like, you remember her name, but you didn't establish that you remembered her name, and she never told you her name. And she goes, she goes, she goes, she goes oh, hi. He goes, I, I wonder if we could keep in contact. Oh, sure. Here's my business card. Here's mine. And now you know each other's names. But you didn't before this. No. Because the names are in the business. We can only assume he looked her up in the yearbook in between. Right. Uh, so then she gets in her car and drives away. There's a lot of... Driving. Right. Um, getting... Uh, there's a lot of, like, how will we know if this person got in their car or not unless we see them walk <laughs> over to their car and open the door and get in the car? <laughs> there's a lot of that in this movie. A lot of it. Um, so um, <clears throat> now we see him the next morning. He's dressed. He's dressed for work, um, and uh, he is watching the news on a twenty-seven-inch TV that is resting on his kitchen counter. Which, honestly, props. I guess that, that's that's where you got to do most of your eating. 
because you're a bachelor who lives in a house with a three car garage. Um, <laughs> but the whatever. Uh, I don't know this fucking movie. Um, he's watching the high school AV club news because w- this woman is seated. It's like this is this is how high the camera is that she is talking. She is like, in other news, the birds <laughs> are all dying, and also the polar bears are dying because they cannot find enough food, such as seals. And I don't understand why. And it's like she's like. And then, like, the graphic is, like, right here of whatever she's it's talking about. It's not a it's graphic. So it's not a graphic. It's a. It's another television that is... Yeah, it is. Right it's, another... it's not a superimposed graphic. She's got a TV, another TV next to her showing stock footage of polar bears. My God. Um, uh, the birds are all dying, and scientists don't know why. Also, the polar bears are, are being driven from their homes further north where there's less sea ice because they can't find food, such as seals. Seems like global warming. Um, could it could be a theme for this movie, you think? Nah, they 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 wouldn't do that. That's silly. Um, they would never. So then we see him slowly pull out of his driveway and drive down his little street that he lives on. And then we see him pull into a gas station. And then we see him filling up at the gas station. Um, and then um, then we see him pulling out of the gas station. And then we see him driving. And he's driving on the freeway. And then we see him take his exit from the freeway. And then we see him driving down the street. And then he see, he turns right at a stoplight. And then he, the, then he turns right again into a parking lot. And then he parks. And then he gets out of the car with his briefcase and then he walks like no human being walks um, down a sidewalk apparently in the opposite direction of the building he just parked at yes and this and this and this takes a full two minutes to show us all of this and none of this is necessary in any way none There's of it. so much superfluous driving there is not a bird until minute 47 it takes so long he says you see him, he's on a sales call. He says, what can we do to get your business today? That's what he says into the phone. And he's wearing one of those little little headsets, you know? And he's, uh, what can we do to get your business today? And he goes, okay, I'll offer you that and a 50% discount. And the person on the other end goes, what? Yes, yes, well, yes, yes. 50%, yes. He's like, can we can we close the deal today? Can I put can I can I put your order through today? Yes, you offered me a fifty percent discount on plus top of whatever the terms on, that I told a, you a, I needed. A, a, on top of whatever else that I asked for, you offered me a fifty percent discount. You are the worst negotiator in the history of the world. And then he goes, he, "Okay, thank you." Click, woohoo! He says. Another guy walks in, goes, "Hey, what is all the noise about?" Um, he said, "Woohoo!" once, and there was no other noise. He just said, "They were like, once. what is this ruckus?" Um, and he goes, "I just closed a huge sale, biggest sale in my career. Really? How much was the sale for? One million dollars. So it was going to be for two million dollars, and you hashed them out to one million dollars. You sold somebody." Two million dollars worth of something. 
for $1 million. That is the... I don't even know how to explain that. Like, even if it was you sold somebody $20 worth of something for $10, you still got screwed. You sold somebody $2 million worth of something for $1 million. You voluntarily left a million dollars on the table. (laughs) They did not pressure you into doing that. No. If I don't get $2 million worth of stuff for $1 million, then I walk. And you get nothing. Okay, 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 fine, fine, fine. No, 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 it wasn't that. It wasn't like, if we don't make a million dollars today, the whole thing is belly up. This was this was his plan A. Yeah, and the he was like, what, what can we do to get your business today or whatever? And the guy told him. And then he threw a 50% discount on top of the terms that the guy, it just, it's terrible at sales. Like the idea, like, what can we do to get your business? No, you can do this. Okay, great. I'll give you that and something so ridiculous and over the top that it'll ruin us. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, great. Thank um, you. One million dollars. And then he, he says to his friend, I don't even know if we ever get the friend's name. Just douche friend. Um, Just douche, g- generic 2000s douche friend. Yeah. 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 And he goes, um, huh. Um, Hey, so I hear that CT Software is is going to NC, NCT Software is going to be sold to Oracle Group for a lot of money, and then we will we'll be able to cash in our stock options, and we will all be wealthy. Yes, I have heard that as well. Um, what's weird about this is Oracle is actually like a well known technology company. I don't <laughs> know if it was at the time, or was they just made it up a name. I'm not sure, but they're not, they're not good at making up names. No, um, I would assume not, they would have gotten sued big time. Yeah. Um, Shut down this incredibly get, successful movie. Yeah. Um, so, you know where you know where I think all major models that are on the verge of a huge career breakthrough go to get their photos taken? At the uh, one hour photo. One hour photo. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, so she gets some photos taken, her modeling pics taken at the one-hour photo mat. Um, and uh, then we see somebody calling her from uh, a reception office, and the sign behind them says, uh, Dream Models. It is an eight and a half by 11 sign. I don't know. That is not the, the sign of a very successful modeling agency. No. That is eight and a half by 11. Um, not killing it. Not killing and, it at all. Uh, her ringer... Her phone ringer, Natalie's phone ringer, sounds like a bike bell and is very distracting. I do not know. There's yeah. nothing. I don't. There's no reason for it to be that, but they've decided that's what it is. It's um, real weird. Uh, so, um, uh, she says, "Oh, hi, Christine. This is, I guess, her agent. Um, hey, I have some good news." Victoria's Secret wants you to be a new, uh, to be their cover girl model. This, oh my God! Wow, thanks. Of course, I'll do it. Thank you for getting me the gig. Oh, you don't have to mention it. You've worked really hard for this by going to the photo mat to get your pictures taken. Um, now here's your chance to impress them. No. 
that's if you got her an audition for the thing. They're already one month. They already are impressed. They are offering her their cover girl model. Just like a very big leap. (laughs) I don't know a lot about the modeling industry, but what our photo girl going to the cover of Victoria's Secret? Um, that is. She is one of the most famous women in America, certainly, if not the world. One of the top two or three most famous fashion models. If she, at night in 2008, lands a gig as the Victoria's Secret cover girl model. That's insane. At no point does this movie deal with that. And what, no. what a huge, what a impossibly huge deal that is this is not like a regional lingerie company that that, that only operates in, in northern california no, this is the one this is, this the is one not like this is show. not like hey you know like that pic that you sent in is got picked up and we're gonna they're gonna use it or whatever you're not one of 20 finalists you are it and the movie never deals with that in any way no, it's um, for hot girls. It's Playboy and this. That's it. Mm-hmm. So Rod is his name. He gets into his blue Mustang hybrid electric okay. car. I'm a little um, bit of a car gal. Uh-huh. This is not a thing. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Mustang never made one of those. No, there was never a Mustang hybrid, and definitely not um, in two thousand eight. Yeah. So um, he he calls her and says, "Hi, it's is it? Who is this? It's Rod. Oh yeah, the guy from the restaurant. You never met him in a restaurant. You said like, oh, the guy from my high school, because you would not say restaurant because you didn't meet him in the restaurant. Um, but uh, she says, um, hi, I just closed a sale." biggest of my career well congratulations thank you so how is your day going oh i just thought a huge modeling gig um victoria's secret wow i will i think you will look great in those lingerie in those lingerie also hang out immediately because one person got the biggest gig of their career the other person got the biggest sale of their career (laughs) you've put some good karmic Mm. energy into the world yeah um, and he says, let's go out to dinner to celebrate your, your, your success. I know a great Vietnamese restaurant. Sounds delicious. I'll see you then. Wait a minute. Where? What Vietnamese? You live in San Francisco. He lives in San Jose. You met in Half Moon Bay, which is halfway in between. Where and when? He asked you out to dinner. Spoiler alert. They end up going to lunch. None of this makes any sense. That no, anytime I've gotten asked on a date, they go, This is the type of food it is. And I go, I'll see you there. And that's how that no, goes. I'll see you then. He doesn't yeah, I'll say see you what then. day it is, doesn't say what time, let alone what place you're going to. Just figure it out telepathically. See you then. See then? Hey, do you like Thai food? I will see you then. Sounds delicious. I'll see you then. Sounds delicious. Um, now we get a pickup basketball game where uh, Rod's friend is wearing a polo shirt. 
and they're they both don't know how to play basketball. Rod throws up a brick from like three feet away from the rim. It's awful. Um, and then they're like, whew, wow, this weather. I know. A heat wave in the middle of winter. Remember that. A heat wave in the middle of winter. This is crazy. Uh, let's call it a day. Right. Calling it a day, of course, means leaning up against this chain link fence. Nowhere <laughs> near our destination or walking to our cars or anything. Um, uh, hey, I met this uh, met this fashion model over the weekend. I, should, uh, I, met this, I met this girl over the weekend. Yeah. She hot. Yeah fashion model all right man hope you score is that all you think about is sex as a from the guy who's like yeah fashion model <laughs> i feel like you both only think about sex yeah. um um says um we're gonna go to lunch this weekend wait a minute no 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 you told her dinner you told her See dinner you then. At those a are place. different times those are different time frames if you, even if she somehow mentally figured out the great Vietnamese restaurant you're telling, you told her about, she figured out somehow, you told her dinner and now you're saying lunch, there's zero chance that you're going to meet in the same place at the same time. No, you got to send, you got to send a new message about lunch telepathically. Um, uh, yeah. So, um, four years this took to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh oh um uh i hear we are going to sell uh, uh nct software is going to be bought by oracle corporation you know if that happens we're all going to be millionaires and then the guy thrusts the air with his hips yes as one does because mm -hmm. now Ooh, more oracle. AV, <laughs> more high school av club news there's a wildfire hold on Ah, that's about right. <laughs> there is a wildfire. People calling, which has been dubbed the St. Martin's wildfire. Also, uh, something about um, there. Oh, there's a green Grand Prix where there will be cars that are all electric hybrids driven by celebrities, driven by Hollywood celebrities. And the camera just lingers on the girl forever. There's a lot of that. And that's just lingering shots that just stick around too long. Mm -hmm. It's very weird. Um, so he is eating, I guess, dinner from the, he's dressed in the same <clears throat> sweaty. He is. It's a heat wave, right? It's a heat wave in the middle of winter heat wave. He was playing basketball outdoors with a t-shirt over a long sleeve shirt. Hot he's wearing two life. layers two layers um in a heat wave he is wearing the same outfit we can only assume hours later eating his dinner take a shower man yeah um, disgusting especially on a guy, first date uh, <laughs> not going on the date yet because this is oh where, no, no no that's right is, oh yeah this, this is where is the, the solar panels guy shows up my apologies yes i'm out Hello. of sequence this is solar panel man Hello, my name is Jerry Powers. I'm from Solar Solar Power and, and Accessories. We have an appointment today. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Come in. And so he hands him a, a slightly crumpled piece of paper. So very 20, professional. $20,000 for a three kilowatt solar panel? Hmm. Where are you going to put it? Come on and I'll show you. They walk outside his three car garage. 
And right there, sir, is where you are going to put your three kilowatt solar panel. Hmm. And there's a, there's a, and then the camera shows the part of the roof where it's going to be. It just it cuts to a static shot of the roof. As if we couldn't figure out like what a roof looks like. And um and so uh he <laughs> he goes, hmm, twenty thousand dollars. Is there any way we could lower that price for you, sir? I'll knock off a thousand dollars, which is how negotiating actually works, Rod. Because you notice how he didn't say I'll I'll give you two solar panels for half the price of one solar panel. He doesn't do that. He says, I'll take you $1,000 off. Okay, fine. His expectations should have been, I was thinking more like 10000 because that's how I negotiate things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, now cut to the, the dinner date, or is it lunch? Spoiler alert, it's lunch. They mentioned it being lunch several times after this, but he did originally ask her to dinner, whatever. Um, he's standing outside of this Vietnamese restaurant. To be clear, we don't get a clarifying conversation about the date time switching. We just get 20 minutes of people driving in cars for no reason. Yes, yes it's true. Um, he's standing outside of this um, <laughs> Vietnamese restaurant in a strip mall. Um, yes. With a, with, a, with a rose. And then she she's walking up to him. Natalie! <laughs> Natalie! And, and she and he gives her up. They have met. She, I'm, they went to high school together. She doesn't remember it. They, they, they've seen each other once, where he accosted her on the street, and 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 demanded that she give him her business card. And then she called and offered to take her to dinner, but she's taking her to lunch. And she sees him, and he gives her a road and she, a rose, and she hugs him and nuzzles his face. People just don't act like this. I know. Um, uh, so, <clears throat> um, so, uh, let's, um, it, it, getting to know you chit chat where they're eating stuff with, they never actually eat anything, but just poking at their food with chopsticks. Um, so, Tell me about being a sales rep. Well, um, I actually went to school for software engineering, but I thought it was too boring. I, uh, sales sales marketing better fits my personality of being awkward and also really bad at talking. <laughs> like, wait, like, what is what is sales rep fit your personality? Um, yeah, you don't know how to have a conversation, and no, you don't know. You cut a two million dollar deal in half, man. You're not. Yeah. This is not. You're not cut out for this. But yeah, no. It says, um, uh, friends call my bachelor of science degree my BS degree. It actually stands for bullshit on account of how I don't actually use the engineering degree, and I am actually in sales. And she goes, "That's pretty funny." Ladies, um, we don't need to know our standards <laughs> like this. And he says. So tell me about being a fashion model. What do you like about it? It's glamorous and fun, but hard work. You stood around in a photo mat. One hour photo. Um, my, um, 
My mom doesn't want me to be a model. She thinks I should go into real estate. You are one of the wealthiest women in the world. <laughs> Not yet. You haven't actually gotten paid yet. But you have a cover of Victoria's Secret magazine. You're going to be one of the most famous women in the entire world. And you are having a date with this guy in this restaurant. A lunch date that got demoted. Mm-hmm. She says, how come you never made a pass at me at school? And I feel like the writer of this has a different idea of what making a pass is than I do. How come you never made a pass at me at school? Uh, you know, I was shy. I was shy, so I didn't try to sexually assault you. And and she goes, why don't you make a pass at me now? In the restaurant? Like, he's like, I thought I already had. Oh, you mean asked you out on a date? That's a different thing to me than making a pass. That's like, I'm going to kiss you now. I hope it works. That's what making a pass is to me. That's what that's the definition of making a pass at is. Um, anyway, I guess I'm also, wrong about it. Like zero to 60. Like just. So. What the... do you like about being a model? Why haven't you made a pass at me? Um, so what about, um, what about family, kids? Whoa, now this is getting too serious. I'm just curious. Well, I suppose if I ever met the right woman. So who's the right woman? And he lists all of these genuine character, compassionate and all this kind of shit. And she goes, what about sexy? Having a nice figure? Because that's all I am to myself. None of the things that you have said have run true with me. So I am hoping that you will perhaps forego all of these loyalty, compassionate, kind, intelligent. Well, I'm none of those things. How about my sweet, sweet bod? And he's like, that would help. <laughs> the, um, my entire value is wrapped up in mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. I look thing. Mm-hmm. Isn't something that you're supposed to be like that self-aware right, of, I don't right. think. <laughs> um, uh, then she says, what do you like to do? And he says, I love watching football, especially the 49ers. And I'm also a part-time Eagles fan. Ah? That is not a thing that exists. No, I think it's because the birds. No, I don't think it is. Um, I don't think, I don't, this movie is you never You don't think clever. that's an incredibly clever this... joke? When is this movie incredibly clever about anything ever? I think it's their th- one attempt at it. No, I, I I do not believe that was at all intentional. Because at any point, he could have said, I'm a huge Seahawks fan, and also the Eagles, also the Falcons. He could have named all the different... That's no. That was. But just what a you're saying thing. is actually clever. This is no. them and their ceiling of cleverness. Uh, I do not believe this movie has an ounce of cleverness in it anywhere because it does not display it at any point. And, and if you're you're right, you're asking me to say that like this movie that is clever nowhere else is trying to be clever this one time. I just don't. Buy it just it. doesn't make sense to be a part-time Eagles fan otherwise. Exactly. Because this movie is, and he says, I also like to exercise, play tennis, not pick up basketball with your with your sex obsessed friend. <laughs> so he lists all these things, right? And then she says, What do you do? Um, I like going to the movies, 
um, going dancing, hanging out in clubs with my best friend. And he should say, great, so we have nothing in common. I am a <laughs> rabid sports fan who likes to exercise, and you, a fashion model, do none of do not do exercise. You like to go to movies and go dancing, which I do not like to do. We are a match made in heaven. Um, uh, we are not compatible is- except for the fact that I think I am hot. And that's my entire ceiling as far as value goes. And you also think I'm hot, though you've clearly stated that you crave depth of a relationship mm-hmm. beyond that. Right. Um, right. But pretty much right. match made in heaven. Um, then she says, oh, I also like hanging out with Alex. He's so cute. Is he your boyfriend? Like, he's just, he's so immediately possessive. Like, I have a picture of him. Let me see it. I want to see a picture of your boyfriend so I can beat him up. It's a cat. It's like, and 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 he's like, uh, oh, it's a cat. Yeah, I love him. He's really cute. Um, I love cats. I'd have 10 of them if I could afford it. Well, good news, Victoria's Secret fashion model. You can now afford as many cats as you want. Um, also, cats are not that expensive. Well, I mean, you got to feed them. Literally, literally, 10 of them? I mean, wait until you see the shitty-ass apartment she lives in. It's true, but, like, you don't have to go one to ten. Like, she could have three, probably. No, she wants ten. She wants one or ten. That's it. All or nothing with her. Um, Louisville, still no birds. You're correct. Let's go for a... Hold on, there are birds here. Let's go for a walk. And gawk at the weird parrot hummingbird hybrid things that they're hovering around a flowering tree since it is spring and not at all the middle of winter. This is a flowering tree with like buds and blooms on it, and they've they, they're standing there like as these parrots that are f- hovering like hummingbirds are drinking the nectar from the flowers, but their parents would do not do that. Um, I can't tell you how great the special effects of these birds are in this movie. It's incredible. Th- these are better than the other birds, for sure. Oh, by miles. Mm-hmm. They are dancing in some club somewhere. It went from lunch date to walking in the afternoon, middle of the night. They're dancing in some bar. Just, I hope you find that perfect lady. I think I will. Cut to them driving somewhere else. And they've parked. And he's walking her to the doorstep. They're silent. Just, he is stone-faced and nothing. She's smiling to herself and then smiling to the side of his face. And then smiling and she's sniffing her rose. And they get to this shitty-ass apartment. 3043A. It's some basement like studio apartment somewhere. And um and she's like, um, can't I come in? Um, maybe not on the first date. I'm not that kind of girl. Um, and uh um, I'd like to do this again sometime. That would be nice, right? Cut to her visiting her mother, who lives alone. And says, oh, you just caught me fixing lunch. Which is looks like a large enough lunch for like a whole book club. 
Like it's just it's platters and platters of meats and cheeses. I was like, for your local church, like what is happening here? And um, she's like, what is that smile all about? Mom, no reason. I'm not smiling for any reason at all. Um, uh, um, I met a guy. Let me tell you all about him unnecessarily. Um, what does he do? He's a software salesman. Oh, girl. Bring him around. Let's meet him. Maybe after we get more acquainted. Okay. Well, how's modeling going? Great. I just got a job with Victoria's Secret. This is the first time you're telling your mother about this? Your mother, who doesn't want you to be a model, but wants you to go into real estate. You're, you didn't immediately get on the phone and go, hey, mom, I'm the Victoria's Secret cover model. Just so you know, I did okay with my whole modeling thing that you thing. thought was a total failure. Worked out for me. Also bearing the lead with, I went on a date. I went on one date with this guy. Typical, typical 2000s. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went on a date with this guy. Also, all my dreams came true in my career, but that is the. I, she says, I'm the Victoria's Secret cover model. And the mom says, Does it pay well? Mom. Yeah, Oops. that's my girl. <laughs> Get a clue. Um, mom. Uh, cut, cut to a hotel room with a with a big sign on the wall that says imaginepeace.com, which I feel like <laughs> is did they sponsor this movie? This is that is Yoko Ono's website. It's Yoko Ono's website. It is prominent in this shot. It's a huge poster on this on the wall, white with bold black letters that says imaginepeace.com. Uh on the on the wall of a ho- obvious hotel room, because you can see the like the door handle and the shot with the peephole and the little little thing that the the, the the metal chain deal and the 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 door handle and there's a obvious hotel room lamp uh, and an Asian girl is astride bare chested hairy douche friend incredibly hairy um, so hairy. Um, and, uh, and he, she, (sighs) Natalie calls her friend, Mai, who answers the phone and is like, um, oh, hi, Natalie. What are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm just, uh, Rick is here. He's in bed with me. Rick, I guess his name was Rick. Rick? Rick is. Oh, he was so Um, hairy though. He says, um, hi, well, I just, um, you want to go on a double date with me? Why? Why do people go on double? Um, I just met a guy, Rod. Uh, I really like him. I want you to meet him. Okay. Okay, great. I'll set it up. All right, bye. And now she's like laying on top of a very hairy friend, Rick. So hairy. Um, and uh, he's like, he's like hey, you're going to double date with me. My friend, Natalie, the fashion model. Remember her? Um, she has met this guy, Rod. Rod? My buddy Rod, the guy I work with? What a small world, and that your best friend Natalie is now dating my best friend Rod, and we are, there are no other people who live in this 
this town. Or named Rod. Just assumed uh, it was the work one, right? Right. Also true. But, but he also said that he, I met a girl, a fashion model, Natalie. And then you, my girlfriend, are telling me that your friend Natalie, who is a Natalie, fashion yes. model, met a guy, Rod. That's a crazy coincidence, if it's not true. Um, so now, cut to a conference room. And, uh, and a guy like, please welcome our CEO, Bill Middle-Aged Whiteman. Um, and with a, with, a, like, with a little mustache and a bad haircut and a bad suit. This is a tech startup in 2008 the ceo of this looks like mark zuckerberg not like like the manager of a deli i don't know like where you just you should have been able to find anybody down the street in san jose and be like you look more like a ceo of a tech startup tech than startup. that guy um i just want to let you know the board has approved our sale to oracle group for a billion dollars so you've all earned your stock options. Obviously, none of you will be continuing to work. You'll all be going and doing whatever you want with your life. Um, and then he, everybody claps for far too long. But they're clapping. Yeah, it's so it's such a long shot. And then cut to another group of people on the other side of the table clapping. But there's a break in the sound. Like they... They were okay. And yes, action. there is a gap in the sound. <clears throat> you could have told me Kevin Dunn filmed this movie, by the way, because every line of dialogue has its own camera cut too. It feels like where it's like he's talking, she's talking, he's talking, she's talking. Like nobody. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, a lot. So he says, "Rod, thank you all for all of your help." You giving away a million dollars worth of our product really helped seal the deal with Oracle Group. He doesn't actually say that, but Rod's like, yes, all those <laughs> sales I did with NCT, millions of dollars in revenues and sales. You certainly you know when earned friends, it. When Phoebe is Regina Falange, yeah, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, I must have left my briefcase in conference room. Right. She's just saying business words. That's kind of what this yeah. felt like. It sure is. Um, so um, next thing is now the conf- conference room is empty except for Rod and his friend Rick. Rick Rod. I just also, <clears throat> I want to emphasize that the name of this movie is Birdemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not anywhere near the birds. Um, <clears throat> Rick is is has a remote control Ferrari. But it's not the size of a regular remote control car. It's like one-fifth the scale of an actual Ferrari. Like a, a baby could ride in the Ferrari that he is driving around. It looks like and, one of the kids' ones. Like, and I was like, did you just cash in your stock options and go and buy this? Um, and he's like, hey, yeah, let's look at my new Ferrari. I'm going to get a real one with my stock options. What are you going to do? Um, I think I'm going to take an early retirement. You know, take some time off. Well, that's not retirement. That's a vacation. You, you mean that's a vacation? That's a big. Vac- at one point later, he's like, "My, my retirement. I think I'm actually going to cut it short and get back to work." That's not a retirement. That's no. not how that works. No. Um, also, apparently, cashing all the stock options, you're incredibly wealthy now. Inc- you're you are a millionaire, and your girlfriend 
is one of the most famous fashion models in the entire world. Nothing for you has changed. Um, he says, um, what are you gonna, are you gonna go and get a, a nice car? No, I like my Mustang hybrid. It's a plug-in. I get a hundred miles per gallon. You're just, this, a child wrote this. A hundred miles per gallon I get on a, a Ford Mustang miles. hybrid plug-in. Not a thing. Um, uh, I think I'm going to take my money from the start from, from this, from the stock options and, uh, start a green tech company. He says, I think I'm going from the stock options today. I'm going to start a green tech company. Remember there's one scene that happens in between scenes I'm about to talk to you about. The next scene is um, that they go on the double date and there is an establishing shot that probably should not have been shown because it, if you, if you squint even slightly, you can make out all the names of the movies yeah. on the marquee, the movies that are prominently featured in the middle, which means they just opened are four Christmases, transporter three and Australia. All three of those movies opened November 26th, 2008. So that is the week that this this shot was filmed. Imagine my surprise then when Rod states that the movie they have all just gone to see was a great movie, An Inconvenient Truth, which was released June 30th, 2006. So you didn't need to you just show an establishing shot of like Cinemark or AMC theaters. Like we so don't need also to, show to clarify that came out in June of 2006 and this movie didn't come out till 2010. Yes. <laughs> yes. We just went to see this movie from so they want you to think that this movie was set four years in the past. I, I, I guess, unless it was like a special screening, it's the four year, wait, four year and and two month, and four year and four month anniversary. No, sorry. As it is. Four, yeah. year, four year and three months and two week anniversary of the, um, no. Um, so. Uh, yeah, that's not how that works. He's like. And then, and then Rick friend goes, that's it. I'm going to sell my car or not buy a Ferrari and get something environmentally friendly. Cause, cause Al Gore told me to two years ago, like, like those totally real Mustang hybrids that exist. Says, All right. I got to go. I'm gonna. I'm me and Maya got some work. Oh, by the way, Maya's wearing an Imagine Peace T-shirt. Yeah, what on earth? Uh, Yoko Ono may have done this. Uh, may have actually financed the entire film. Uh, it's ten thousand dollar budget. Um. So, uh, we. The chat is pointing out that Man Bear Pig is real, and it is. No, no, it's not Man Bear. It's not Man Bear Pig. It's Man Bird Pig. Bird Pig. That's right. My apologies. <laughs> 
Half um, man, half bird. So half Rick and his hairy chest are gonna go. He's like, we got me and my gotta go and do work, sensual work. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, okay. Like um, Alex, did you get it though? Mm-hmm. Like doing it. Right. Next scene is an establishing shot of the address of a business park. I don't know why we need to see the address of it on 2700 to 2800. Oh my God. That's where they're keeping the secret formula. No, I have no idea who, why it's there. Um, it is Rod giving a presentation on an overhead projector to a bunch of very serious, solemn people about solar panels. Because that's how he pronounces it, is solar panels. Not solar panels, solar panels. Solar panels. <laughs> solar panels. Solar panels. Um, mo- um, mass solar is what he calls it. This is his tech startup that he started up last week and somehow now has the... Investors. Now, no, now has the patent for a new nanotechnology that will allow his solar panels to produce a kilowatt of energy for three cents. Where mo where where so that his solar solar panels can be sold to the public for three hundred dollars. Whereas other companies rely on silicon technology, so that so theirs have to be sold to the public for twenty thousand dollars. My solar panels now will allow all businesses and people to be able to afford solar technology for their homes. And uh, solemn faced man number one goes, Hmm, and you own the patent for this, yes, Mass Solar owns the patent for this technology. Hmm, and how much are you asking for? $10 million. Hmm. All right. I'll give you your $10 million because you've told me so much about your soul poles. And um, you put a week's worth of effort into this. So, I mean, it'd be one thing if this was an incredibly like long. No, he just decided with the money from the payout. And it was one thing <laughs> it was like, it was like six months later. Sure. Three years later, because that's how long patents work. I mean, like it's a long. Well, time that's just the patent process, the development of the technology, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like a decades-long project. Um, <clears throat> this is where my notes end. I believe it's the next scene that they go to the pumpkin festival in Half Moon Bay. That specifically tells us that um, it is happening October 10th through the 13th or whatever, 2008. So they filmed this, this establishing shot of the marquee of like a full month and a half later than they filmed this scene, which happens later in the film, but they're walking and they're just, just me, a millionaire who is, who's developing world changing solar technology. Correct. And my, my Victoria's secret cover girl model girlfriend walking through a small town pumpkin festival 
marveling at some some folk art and a guy carving a big pumpkin. Like, wow, what a cool day. No fanfare whatsoever. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh and they they go to an Irish pub. But it's obviously shot way after hours because the pub wouldn't allow them to shoot during work hours. So it is nobody else is in the restaurant. The owner of the restaurant makes sure to tell them, like, here are your here are your beers. What else can I get you? We're still looking at the menu. Thanks. Um, And then uh, this is where he informs her that uh, last week he informs his girlfriend last week. um, I start my my new green startup company. Got it. Got ten million dollars of investment to change the world with our solar solar panels. Solar panel. <laughs> like the solar panel. Last week says two weeks ago. He tells her for the first time two weeks ago. My uh, my NCT got bought out by Oracle Group, and for a billion dollars. So all my stock options. I'm I'm very wealthy, and I used all of that money to start a green tech company that this week I got. So he tells us between him having the idea to start up the solar solar company to him getting $10 million of investment because of the patent he has for my, for nanobots to change solar happened in the span of seven days. And this is the first, his girlfriend is learning of any of this. And how long have they even been together? Two weeks? Three weeks? I don't know. Oh, I forgot. I forgot entirely about how they went walking on the beach. But they took the same... Oh my god, yes. There's There's a background of like a cliff face, and they take the same seven steps away from the cliff face like three times because it cuts back to them continuing the conversation, but they're back to the very beginning of the... It's She's still asking him about the perfect lady and whether or not he will find her. Um, oh, I'm so happy about your stock options that you have. And he doesn't tell her then that he's cashing them all in. No. He tells her later that night. And then they find a dead bird. And she, and he, she's like, hey, look at this dead bird. I'm going to pick it up. And he's like, no, don't touch it. Secret models sees dead bird and wants to pick it up is a pretty like underrated part of this movie, not gonna lie. Oh my god. Um so uh in the restaurant, again, they are the only ones in there. Okay. In this Irish pub, all of a sudden there's a band that's playing. I say, I say, I, I should say band with air quotes because it is one man. It is one man. It's one man band. Well, it's a one man band. Is is it a is it karaoke night? If it's karaoke night, why did this guy decide to sing karaoke to hanging out, hanging out, hanging out, hanging out with my family, having ourselves a party? That sounds like a really low key weekend. Like hanging hanging out with my family. It's uh should have been Grammy nominated. I will hear nothing else. <laughs> hanging out. Hanging out. 
get out with the family. And there's this just them. <laughs> and he starts singing about how, like, the cousins are trying to get freaky and grandma's saying no, no, no. And it's like, whoa, this this hanging out with my family turned into an incest orgy. And it grandma's sure the only one who says this is a bad idea. No, grandma, the one with the sensibilities in this. This, um, uh, Kate, this was the second time I sent you this. <laughs> was, was, <laughs> they're the only two people in the restaurant and they are dancing to a man who's obviously being backed by several musical instruments that are invisible. Singing, they don't exist. Hanging out, <clears throat> hanging out, hanging out, hanging out with the family. And I, I, I honestly, it's the weirdest scene in, in, the, in a mo- this movie is this scene somehow. It's the weirdest scene in any movie. Um, the invisible instruments are very fun. I will say that, uh, if this show was going to continue, sadly, this is our last episode, I would have asked them to swap out our intro to this show to be that song. Because it's beautiful. And we really are hanging out at Alex Your Life Family to me. Get the fuck but out. I'm not trying to freak out. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> With our newsies. <laughs> <laughs> um uh and and then they're slow dancing and talking about uh, meeting the right man reading the right woman whatever blah 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 they are they are in by the way half moon bay he lives in san jose she lives in san francisco um uh oh before i for, again i forgot before the whole going to dinner at 2 8 2 a.m before that they go and meet the mom who's like has a monologue about how she was a jeweler for 30 years, which is which is oh information we do not need. No, this she, does not like, come into play at any point. I was a I was a jeweler for 30 years, so uh sometimes I miss going into the store, but I really like my retirement. Um I like the reason going Alex cruises. forgot about this is because this movie is named Birdemic, and <laughs> this is 47 she, minutes of this movie she 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 like is is filling out a dating profile of what she likes to do now that she is retired <laughs> it's like she's on seniorsonly.com and she's she's like i like going on cruises and i love watching tv um and it's i uh, what the hell um and uh <laughs> um so she obviously loves rod um, of course. This is, the la- this is the last time we see her. The- she lives. Half Moon Bay is very small. She lives in Half Moon Bay. They are in Half Moon Bay. They spend the night in a hotel. We'll talk about that in a second. At no point during the upcoming birdemic does Natalie even question, maybe, going to check on her mother and making sure her mother is no. not been killed by the birds. She never mentions it. Birds that sometimes explode and other times claw at faces. Um, so they, uh, there is a, a hotel attached to the uh, Irish pub. Correct. They give a uh, hotel is <clears throat> generous. Generous. It's a, it's a motel. Um, the flea bag motel. Um, to be I clear, don't... a millionaire and a Victoria's Secret model. 
mm-hmm. spent the night at this mm-hmm. sleeping yes. hotel. Yes. Yes. And they consummate their relationship uh, with her in her little lingerie, being very like shy about yeah. being in like a two two piece bra and panty set. And and he's like, "You look divine." I was like, oh. "I cannot tell you how quickly I would leave a room if a man <laughs> said that to me in that tone." <laughs> I don't do that on the I don't know on the on the first date. On the second date, however, <laughs> let's You're get a room I at this am. horrible fleabag motel, a few miles from where my mother lives, <laughs> and let's ho- like. People that she goes to church with will see me checking into this motel with a guy I barely know. But that's okay because he's a millionaire. And I am the world-famous cover girl of, of Victoria's Secret. Correct. Um, but this is where Tippy Hedren is on the TV <laughs> for some reason. So that he could say Tippy Hedren was in my Birds movie. Tippy Hedren, of course, was the lead in the Birds. Oh, by the way... If you yeah, haven't actually. seen The Birds, The Birds by, by Alfred Hitchcock, immediately go watch that. Immediately go watch The Birds. Um, so it's a sex scene. It's not remotely good or sexy. Um, and uh, then there is an establishing shot that lasts two and a half minutes of all the very idyllic little little scene around Half Moon Bay houses cars parked on the side of the road the beach like it's beautiful oh thank god nothing could possibly happen to destroy this perfect sense of peace and tranquility just kidding there's birds everywhere and they are not birds there are birds everywhere and they are exploding they are kamikaze explosive birds there are birds everywhere just doing this. And then just there are birds hanging. like And then there are birds that like zoom out of the sky and explode. There are birds that I'm explode un- unless the birds are all hitting explosive targets. But like I don't understand like how like a bird hitting a a bird dive bombing into a gas station wouldn't make the gas station explode. Like it's a bird. There's no flammable substance within the bird but Correct. the bird but the birds are dive bombing things and exploding everywhere right i do not the, the the movie never tells us why they go to bed at night and they wake up the next morning and the birds have decided to attack what i did also notice was that our fella rob has completely reclothed under the Mm-mm. sheets no. To the point where he has his shorts and a belt on. <laughs> yeah, he, he is. No, he's wearing. He is wearing. Uh, he's wearing his one pair of black dockers with a belt. He is shirtless, but but wearing his belt <coughs> and and his and his pants. And she is in in the lingerie that she was in. It was it was like they were having foreplay, and then just both fell asleep at the same time and woke up the next morning. Yeah. Very uneven, yeah. her being in lingerie and him just being in his clothes. Did you to want to see up? more of Rod's bod? Because I didn't want to see more of Rod's no, bod. No, I mean, it's not as hairy as his friend, at least. No, but... Thank God, that's true. That's true. Um, but my goodness. 
so it was the belt um, that really threw me um there are eagles and vultures there are only eagles and vultures that are that are they're flying everywhere um um we can hear them outside but they sound like seagulls they're not eagles they're seagulls they say sound like seagulls but they're eagles yeah. And um, because he's a part time eagle, yeah, that's right. I know that's must be the reason. So, uh, it's not so. Uh, he (laughs) she looks out the window and goes, Rod, uh, there are birds everywhere. And and he looks out and like, there's just they're just they're just they're just doing this. By, By the way, eagles don't hover, they can't just hover in place, that's not how their wings are built. No, like, they're not treading water like humans. Like, yeah, it's very weird. Vultures don't do that. That's that's not a thing they can do. They're not built for it. So, um, they're just watching them out, and they, they they they're like, oh no, and they 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 they're sitting there on the bed, and she says, oh my god, Rod, can they get in? Not for the moment, he says. <laughs> they're gonna learn how to pick locks. <laughs> like, they're gonna learn how to pick locks. Like, what? Also, like, they, the if moment? you can explode, why do you? Why would you worry about entering the uh, building if you could explode? I don't. I don't know, and I don't know why they don't like. I mean, I know, I know why I don't like Rod, but like, I don't know why that they're they're decided to. So, him and they wait. They, they they wait long enough. They get fully clothed, and they wait long enough, and they're sitting there. At one point, they flip the mattress over to cover the, the window because they're smashing into the window. And like she's like sitting there going like, why would they start attacking? I don't understand. And then cut to. They're like walking out and they're they're walking, hewing very close to the to the things. Like they're not attempting to get in any other rooms. I don't know why they left their own room. They're just walking, walking. There are no birds. We don't hear birds. We don't see birds. They just at one point stopped while walking along the side of like all the, this is one of those hotels where all, all the doors, uh, motels where all the doors open to the outside. Yeah. So external like, corridor they're not, hotel. They're yeah. not, they're not l- knocking on doors as they're walking through. They're just, they're just going, they're just going. And then um, they just open, they knock on one door and that door opens and they walk inside. Why? I don't know. There were no birds menacing them. No. Why didn't you get in? Why didn't you get in your amazing, um, Mustang hybrid. That yeah, you're definitely exists Mustang hybrid. But oh, is it is it because you just informed these two strangers? I lost my car keys somewhere. He says, "Where you spent all night in the hotel room?" I forgot about this justification. You are in one room. Look, I have ADD. Like, I lose things all the time. Like, like you're, you're in, in one, one room. room, and you were in one room. And it's not like they were under the bed. You flipped the mattress over to put up against the window. There's nowhere they could possibly be. What? How did you? And it's not the- even a big room. It's a very small room. It's not like an it's ensuite. A, it's a very small room. Um, so uh, we we find out that the name of this this guy who's let them in is his Ramsey, and this is my girlfriend Becky. I don't know why we introduced two new characters here. They could easily have been Rick and my spoiler. They show up later in the film, but that's weird too. Yeah. Um, 
but I don't know why we introduced these new characters, Ramsey and Becky, that we never find out about them. We find out, we find out a little bit about him, but far too late, if you ask me, because he's like, "All right, we gotta make a." He's like, "We gotta make a break from my van. You guys are welcome to come." Uh, how are we gonna get from here to the van? We gotta have weapons. Let's go into the closet and get these coat hangers. And then they're like, "All right, okay, everybody, back to back." So no, so no birds can peck our shoulder blades. Let's all stand back to back, and then we will wave coat hangers at the birds as we move in a weird, f- f- like, like polygon Whatever. fashion, all shuffling together, back to back to back to back, waving at a thing. We get to the we get to the to the van, and Becky's like, the door is stuck, and she's like, just jiggling the keys inside the. The door is stuck. Oh, no, the door is stuck. And they're just swiping at these things. Eventually, they get the door open, and they get inside. Um, and they drive away. By the way, all these all these, these birds are just doing this. And they're... They're, 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 they're just... It's like treading water, but in air. Uh, and then uh, on top of that, like, to clarify... Guy from another hotel room says he lost his keys. This is not the 70s and 80s where people like would hitchhike and stuff all the time. This no. is 2006 to 2010. No. Hey, can I get in your car with you? And also, if there's a bunch of killer birds out there, wouldn't you send one person to go mm-hmm. get the car then maybe like mm-hmm. pull it around mm-hmm. closer? Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. my goodness. And um, the 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 choreography of our stage fight here is just I mean, I can't believe these birds were able to ward off right. such an attack as hanger, R- hanger. R- Ramsey, Ramsey is doing this, but then occasionally he'll like do a swipe, defending his legs. <laughs> he'll like swipe down as like as if was, he's fencing. He's like, like there's one. Like there's the thing, as there, there's like a penguin that's coming at him from below. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you can't. There's all birds, birds. Oh no, not you, not you, stationary chicken. birds. Not you, chicken. You air. get away from my ankles, chicken. Oh no, not the eagles. Um, they get in the they get in the van and they drive, right? It really would have been helpful if they'd been able to find the car keys for the hundred miles per gallon uh thing. They uh I want I want also everyone to understand. At no point do they listen to a radio. Nope. At no point do they try and find anyone who might know anything about this. Except for when they, they happened, there's an old guy on the bridge and he happens to be an ornithologist. Like, there's at no point do they try and figure out what the hell's going on. They don't listen to a radio broadcast. Nobody else was going on. And also, they appear to be driving aimlessly to nowhere. Like, here, here's what, here's what, I don't know. Drive to a Costco and run inside. There are no windows in those things. Yeah. Like and there's you're plenty safe. Of supplies. Wait, and plenty of supplies. I don't. I don't know if there's enough. I don't know if there's enough water in, in a Costco for these people because they go through water really water. fast on their it's road true. trip to nowhere. Um, drops the car and says, "Rod, you drive. Becky, give me a gun." He just had a gun. And he gets back in the passenger seat of the van, and he has an M16, like a, like a full on assault rifle, like fully automatic, 
what are you shooting at? They're not attacking the car. Do you like in case you need to like make a break from the car to somewhere? Wouldn't it be nice if you had all those bullets you're wasting shooting at nothing? And they're yeah, they're shooting at nothing. There's nothing there. They're just driving. They're just driving, going, not really going anywhere. There's not birds Um, smashing into the windshield or anything. Like this was just. Um, they, they see, oh, look, there are some dead people by the side of the road. Let's check and see if there are any survivors. Well, if they're dead, they're not survivors, but like there are some injured people, dead people, but they're mostly dead, except there are children. There's one child that is laying underneath a van. She says, the birds got my mom and her mom and apparently her grandma are are dead from dead from cheek wounds. If you are the the bird, the the windows are rolled down. The windows are rolled down, um, and the birds have come in through the windows. And maybe don't roll your windows down. Yeah. Um, but the they've died from horrible cheek wounds. The the this girl's mother and and apparently her grandmother. So they finally able to get her out of there. Also, there's a boy who's trapped in a trunk. Like his father placed him in there to save him from the birds, but they get him out of the trunk. This is Susan and Tony. Um, and she says, Sue, they're driving away now. We, by the way, Becky didn't show up for filming this day. She is, she doesn't leave the picture. She's just not in this scene where they show everybody in, they show all of the seats in the van, and Becky's not in any of them. Ramsey's girlfriend. As they're trying to establish who Tony, Tony is the boy's name, and Susan is the girl's name. And like they, they, they had gauze, thank God, in the in the in the and and the fashion model's an expert at field dressing wounds. Yes. And so she has she is like, thank you, thanks. They keep holding up their arms that are bandages and going, thanks. And then the next scene, the kids are playing on a PSP. And they're laughing and giggling. So traumatized they Mom's death. So traumatized they are by the death of their parents from cheek wounds inflicted by eagles. Also, it was at this point that I was like, this was made in 2006. You cannot have the mistake that the horror movies of Chopping Mom made where like some birds explode and some leave cheek Mm, wounds. That's true. At this point, that's um, that was something that I thought of was the inconsistency so of that. It is it also I'll up, trap my kid in the trunk to keep them safe instead of mm-hmm. I'll roll up my windows is mm-hmm. a right. choice. When they stop to check on the dead people by the side of the road, traffic is moving normally next to them. Like like there's just traffic in in both directions moving normally, not They're just driving. Like, and also, like, imagine if you were driving in 2007 at some point, 2007, 2008, and you're driving along the Pacific Coast Highway, and you just see people running around, and there's a guy with a camera, people running around pulling kids off from underneath cars, and and pointing a fake gun up at the sky, not actually firing it, because it doesn't have real bullets in it, just, ah, and you're just like, how did that not cause a 20-car pileup? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I... I uh, so they like I'm hungry. I was on 
I've been under that car for a long time. I was under the car, perhaps. I don't know. But I've been under that car for, let's stop. Hey, let's. we should stop and get some food for the kids and for us too. Yeah, let's stop somewhere and get some food. Oh, there's a convenience store. Let's stop and get some food at the convenience store. So they stop and go in. Um, Becky, says Ramsey, to nobody who's not in the car. You stay here and watch the kid who's asleep. I know he was awake 15 seconds ago when we said we were going to stop. And we were like, he's asleep now. hey, it's like, it's like um, I'm hungry. Okay, kid, we'll stop at that convenience store. They pull into the parking lot. That kid is asleep. Out like the light. <laughs> Out like the light. <laughs> I Incredible. can see the convenience store. You fall asleep in the next 20 seconds. Okay, cool. Um, so he says, Becky, you stay here with the kid. We're all going to go inside. And Natalie's like, you can get any piece of candy you want in the store, you know, because that'll help you with your mom. Nobody's more, nobody's minding the store, by the way. No. Um, um, so Rod goes in and picks up a 42 pack of bottled water. Remember this for later and brings it into the car. Um, and sh- the uh, Natalie takes a long time looking at the pre-made half sandwiches in the mm-hmm. cooler, deciding which to get. She looks, she looks at them. They they have a sh- establishing shot of the sandwiches. She's thinking. She walks around the behind it and she opens up the case and she decides which ones to get. They have to show us her getting all the sandwiches. You understand? Of course. Then we see Ramsey, who finds the owner of the store, who is laying down behind the counter with both of his eyes pecked out. And my question is this, did the birds come into the store and peck out his eyes and then leave? Or did he go outside and get his eyes pecked out and find his way back into the store and then die from all of the eye pecking behind the counter? Cause I, I would like to know. I can maybe assume I... he went outside because maybe they would have just exploded. No, uh, uh, maybe, maybe they waited for an opening, mm-hmm. but um, they, um, uh, Rod is gonna get some. Um, uh, anyway, so so they do that, right? That's right. Um, Nobody checks the gas gauge at this point in time. Not 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 yet, not yet, because they're they're gonna drive around for they're driving around for days. It never gets night. It never gets dark, but it must be days. The only way reason I say it must be days is because they bought didn't buy they stole they looted a forty two pack of bottled water, and the next place they stop, the kids make sure to pick up giant gallon size bottle water because they need more water and the next time they stop they have to fill up those gallon sized buckets of water at a creek how much water are you going through are they also showering with it like i'm the movie takes place in the same day it never gets dark they never sleep anywhere the movie takes place over a mat because also they woke up the next morning so what is it 8 a.m 7 a.m. And the movie never gets dark. The movie takes place over... It's also either October or November, depending on whether you trust the sign at the the Halloween Pumpkin Festival or the marquee on the theater. It's either November 26th or October 10th. Either way, it gets dark at like 5. So they, the maximum they've been spent is 14 hours they've been spent out <laughs> driving around. And they go through gallons upon <laughs> gallons of water. And a 42-pack. Just 
Just good for them for being so hydrated. A whole bunch of action Andretti's in there, just just crushing them, just crushing them, just awful. So they say we should stop and have something to eat. Well, they by the way they drive the 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 Eagles come and they have to like get get back in the van as Ramsey is shooting at the Eagles and they get back in the van they drive away and they decide you know what we should do we should stop and have a picnic at the beach. This is a brilliant call. An activity known for attracting birds. We should we should definitely stop and have a picnic at the beach where there famously are no birds. Never a bird at the beach. I've never seen one in my life. There are not goals named and food at beaches historically. No, Um, it's true. There's not like a whole species of bird that like hangs out at beaches and famously waiting for you to open a bag of during regular times. Yeah, for, during for normal time. Eating. Everyone um, that dies in this movie is an idiot. If you don't keep your windows up during this, and people fly and birds fly into your car and kill you, you're an idiot. If you go to the beach for a picnic while birdemic is happening, you're an idiot. So. They're all Justice eating. for the birds. They're all eating, just having a grand old time. Eat. The kids are playing with a ball near the picnic table. They just don't give a fuck if their parents they, died. They're they so happy their parents are dead. Oh, there's they stand to inherit so much money. Both their parents had stock options. This is ridiculous. And then after they're done eating their sandwiches and drinking their each allotment of 64 ounces of water. They um like hey look there's an old guy on that bridge, and so Natalie, and um and Rod walk over to the bridge, and there's a man there who's wearing like a surgical mask, and he's looking and just shaking his head at some dead birds. They like, hey don't come over here says the old guy on the bridge. These birds are contaminated. Go away, and so Rod and Natalie decide to arm in arm, walk slowly onto the bridge. Negating the the advice of the man who was on the bridge, like, what are you doing? I told you to stay away. These birds are contaminated. What is going on? No, come over here and let us talk. All right, okay, we'll talk. And they walk over to this thing, and Becky's like, "Sir, don't you understand? These birds are attacking people. Pay no attention to the crow that is pecking at the ground over my left shoulder." Definitely not attacking people. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, he's like, "No, I am an I am an ornithologist. I study birds. Um, this the bird flu. These birds are all uh, are all dying of the bird flu. It's global warming. Don't you understand?" It's like, so you think that the bird the bird flu, say the bird bird flu is caused by global warming. You think all of these these uh, birds have the bird flu, and that is what making them attack us? Well, I'm a scientist. I can't just make wild claims without evidence. Like you did, how global warming is causing bird flu. Like it was just this weird deal that he's like. Anyway, uh, it says um, now I have I I have to test their blood. All the birds I tested those birds over there's blood by walking down and drawing their blood and then testing it elsewhere and then walking back over here to stand on a bridge to point at them 
when did you test the blood of the birds who were dead over there? The, the, do you have a mobile bird blood testing kit in your inside pocket of your jacket? No, you don't, because you've got a gun in there. He says, if the birds attack me, I've got this gun. I'll be fine. Um, I'm pretty sure he says ornologists. Mm. which is not a thing which is even better he says an ornithologist twice the last time he says orthologist which is like the study of words so an <laughs> orthologist would actually know that if like an, an order or- gotcha. yeah like orthologist would actually know the difference between an ornithologist and an orthologist which is kind of funny um oh that rules anyway um he's like it, um, I'm not scared of the birds. It's the human beings that are the dangerous ones. I'm like, oh, listen, no, they're not I picking am... anybody's eyes out or exploding or clawing people. Um, I, I do think it's funny. This movie tries to be like the, the like, it's a global warming cautionary tale, but all it does is like give fodder to the people who were like, anybody who believes in global warming is a kook. I'm like, yeah. it's just, that's what this is. Because the ramifications of global warming are not birds might come into your car and claw your face mm-hmm. or explode or peck your eyes out. That's not mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. people that are trying. Mm-hmm. An inconvenient truth was not like these are the ramifications of what could happen. Mm-hmm. So decide to um, all of a sudden Ramsey wakes up at a start. They, 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 by the way, they, they left the doctor there, the ornithologist. He doesn't join their little band of people. He just he he stays there with his truck and his trailer to test more birds by the beach. Um, and they decided we're going to drive on. Where to? They never say. No. They actually they're just they actually driving. Go in, they actually go in a circle. You know this because in a couple of scenes they wind back at the exact same Irish pub. They're just driving in circles. They're not going anywhere. They're like, oh, I hear that there's there, there are no birds in Oregon. If we can just make it to the border, we'll be safe. No, no, no. Like, there's not like a a, a magical place where like the where they they've built a dome where no birds can get in. It's can't over that way. <laughs> they're just they're just driving. They're just driving. Um, like so, just a mall. Just find a mall. Ramsey wakes up with a start. They've they've parked. Um, and, uh, um, he goes, where's Becky? Oh, she's taking a shit. That's what Rod says. She's taking a shit. There's like two curse words in the entire movie. And this is where they they decide right now that she's taking a shit. Don't worry. Natalie's with her. She'll stand guard. Fat lot of good. This this is where it says, um, so, uh, how was it in the Marines? Says Rod. (laughs) I left Iraq because I hated all the fighting. Why did you go to Iraq? I don't like, for the military. Why did you go to Why did you go to Iraq? If you, did you were you under the impression there would not be fighting and killing in Iraq, or the it Marines was, um, in general? Like, did you right. think it he, was a hobby club? And then he says, uh, um, "Man, why can't we all just give peace a chance?" Let me introduce you to my girlfriend's best friend. She's very in, in, interested in imaginingpeace.com. Um, and uh, and then we cut to Becky with a roll of toilet paper walking out into the beach. They had already, like, the, the, where they stopped for the picnic, there were bathrooms. 
We know yeah. because we see, we see Natalie walk out of one. I guess, uh, I guess, I guess, I guess poor old Becky's got the IBS, can't control it. Um, so uh, that Irish she, pub doesn't. <laughs> she decides to just drop trow in the open, and as she's as she's squatting, a bird dive bombs her throat. Not even her throat, her face. Swoops yeah. by once, and she apparently nicks an artery in her face, and she bleeds to death in two seconds because Natalie is freaking out. Oh no! She 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 shoots. Oh, maybe she actually kills her because when the when the bird dives bombs at her, she just shoots at her at the bird. Oh yeah! Oh, she murdered she her friend. Is a fun friend, little f- friendly friend, friendly fire. Yeah, um, but then she runs back and goes, "Becky's dead." And Ramsey's like, "What?" And then the 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 thing shows him running to go and see Becky. No, and then running back. <laughs> There's nothing there. No. And then um, he runs back to the car. Um, this is the uh, ramifications of global warming, people. Um and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and he, then he gets to the car, and the next place they stop, there's like, those birds killed Becky. There's just the e- the eagles killed Becky. <laughs> the eagles. I was like, well, listen, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, Jalen hurts. I wasn't a I wasn't a fan of uh, their greatest hits albums, but honestly, I feel like the Eagles are all right. They're no oh, no credence. You know what? This is Hotel California because as much as they're driving, they can never leave. And it's California. It's a nice metaphor. Killed it. Um, so listen, they um, they're driving along like, hey, look at those people. They're on that bus. They're being attacked by the. Well, I mean, there seems to be a lot of the birds. Maybe we should. Those birds killed Becky. I'm gonna get revenge for my girlfriend by killing other non-related birds. This is how you sound, Drew McIntyre, when you blame Jey Uso for what happened to Crash the Castle. <laughs> you sound like Ramsey in this movie. So um, he gets out of the he gets out of the car, and he's going to go save them from this double decker tour bus that is parked in front of the same exact Irish pub. And they don't want to come because there's birds out there. And Ramsey's like, you? "No, you got to come with me." They seem to be fairly fairly safe inside there. Um, they come out. And Ramsey is shooting at the birds, but he misses with all the bullets. And then the bullet, the, the birds are coming at them. And then a bird explodes acid on them or vomits acid or just a, a, a just a, just a bunch of, and they, they react the as though it is. Whatever the bomb fluid is, yeah. It's, it's like, ah, I don't know what, it's, uh, explosive acid or whatever, and it eats away their flesh. Um, and they all die, including Ramsey, who is dead. Um, all of them die, including a, a, a kid in an Easy E shirt in 2008. So he deserved to die. Um, but uh, <laughs> so um, I say kid, he was probably 17, 18 years old, should have known better. Um, but uh, so so they all the, Ramsey's dead. So the, all we, all we got left are the two kids and um, and Rod and Natalie. And Ramsey had the gun. There's a, still a, a pistol left. There's not that much. There's no not much ammo left for that. So he had the actual M16 with him. So that's it. I don't. That's it. Um, and uh, um, 
they they drive on, but oh no, we are out of gas. Oh we're, we're, no, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna run out of gas. We should stop. And so they go in there, and this this guy's like, yes. So the birds have come and they have taken everything. They take everybody. Nobody is here. So yes, you want you want gas? Yeah, we want gas. Okay, that will be um, that will be one hundred dollars a gallon. A hundred dollars. That's highway robbery. We do not have much left. There is no other places where you can get gas. If you want gas, you must pay this money. And says, "All right, debit card." <laughs> like the world is collapsing. The birds are going to kill us all. We still have access to the internet to to process these. You cannot use the phones. The phones lines have been severed by the birds. However, you may use the credit card to pay for the gas. Uh, <laughs> my God, I just also. Like smart to put it on your credit card because, like, no. on the rare no. occasion that they yeah. make it out alive, mm-hmm. like right. you don't want to have to be surely worried the, about the, your debit. The bird demic will not be over before the end of the day. Surely, sure, of course not. Of right. course it, not. It, this so. is this is our lives now. Yeah, um, this is what we're so. Up again. So this is this is okay, kids. Get what you want in the store. And they immediately each go and get those those two gallon giant things you have to carry with a handle. They each pick one up and take it into the car. They already have all the water bottles. Why do you need more water? And then they're like, you can also pick whatever candies you want. It's just this. We're just buying kids. Are there other food that's not no. candy that might be candy, better for gas them? Gas and water is all. That's you it. Get. That's all. So they're trying to fill up at the gas station. And, um, uh, oh no, the Eagles are back. I better just drop this still pumping gas, uh, gas hose and then take the time to screw the gas cap back on and close the door of the gas cap thing. And then we get in the car and drive away. And then the dive bomb and then they hit the, the, the gas, the gas pump and it goes <clears throat> like there's no real explosion, nothing, nothing good. Just <clears throat> nothing. Massive um, explosion. So, like, hey. Look at this guy we do not know who is pulled over on the side of the road. We should stop and help him. And the guy's like, walks up. This is fat cowboy guy. And he's like, I'm out of gas. Like, oh, we just got some a couple miles back. $100 a gallon. Oh, I only got $50 on me. All right. Well, um, can I have some of your gas? Oh, well, we need the gas to keep driving aimlessly in circles for several more days. Obviously. Um, um, all right, then he pulls out a gun. You're going to sell me some of your gas, which is a very kind thing to do when you pull it. It is gun like, I'll pay for it. I'll um, pay for it, but you will, you will sell me. You're going to do it. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, okay. I have a gas tank in the back. We never saw you fill it. When did you fill the gas tank? And I don't whatever. So uh, here's the gas tank. So the guy backing away in across the road, not toward his car. While pointing a gun at Rod, and then swooping eagle slits his throat and he dies. And uh, he leaves his gun, presumably with ammunition in it, and the full gas tank five feet from Rod. There are no more birds in sight. Rod runs back into the vehicle and drives away, leaving a full tank of gas there, a little red tank of gas. And, and, a gun. Um, and then, um, then he goes, and they drive. Uh, and um, and they're like, "Oh, look, a creek. We could get some water there." <laughs> how, how much water? Do you water? Need? How much water do you need? 
they like they, but he says he pulls up he parks and he goes look a creek over there how far away is over there okay if if you pull up to a pull up to a forest and you can see through the trees to where the the creek is how far away is over there Pretty is far. the answer is the answer 500 yards or more because <laughs> yeah. the answer is probably not that in reality but that's how far they have to walk here it to, is to the yes. creek. i there's <laughs> no way you know where the creek is from if that's how far you have to walk no, you have to see there's even if the creek is 500 yards away from the parking spot in reality if you have a guy in the car say i can see the creek you can just not show them walking through the woods for a minute and a half you could just show them getting out of the car and then walking up to a creek that is enough when you make a movie james Wynn. i'm i want you that's you don't have to sh- they walk through the woods for a long time. They get to a creek and they're filling up the creek. And there's a man with a really bad haircut watching from around a tree. Uh, be like, hey, you come out of there, says says Rod, pointing his gun at him. Come out of there. Hi. No, please. It's fine. Don't. Um, I live here in this. I have to take care of the trees. I live up in my treehouse. And the kids go, let's go up to the treehouse. It'll be so much fun. My mom's dead. And uh, and then um, they <laughs> like and, the, and Rod's like, no, it's too dangerous to go up in the treehouse. So um, to clarify, too, like the guy with the gas tank and another gun was five feet away. Mm-hmm. And that was too dangerous. Mm-hmm. Our magical trip through the forest to the creek, totally fine. Because it's the length of several football fields. Mm-hmm. Global warming is causing um, the dry uh, air, so it never gets wet. So it never forces the tree-eating beetles to go back underground. Um, and because of that, they're eating all the redwood trees. Look at all the redwood trees that are dying. Like that one tree over there. Look at all of these trees that I have protecting. One tree over there died, though. Global warming. Um, why don't you come with the us? Beetles from going back underground, and it turns birds into bombs that slit throats. And uh, why, yeah, why don't why don't you why don't you come with us? No, I couldn't do that. This is my home. I have to stay here and care for these trees. Haven't you noticed? That the eagles are only attacking cars and gas stations and people in cars, which is not technically true, although it is mostly true. Um, and and they're like, huh, vital information for us to ignore for the rest of the movie. Um, and so um, they leave. They, they, and he goes, I hear a mountain lion, <laughs> says, the, says the tree hugger guy. I hear a mountain lion. You better, you better go better. <laughs> oh, let's run back to the car from the mountain lion. And they're running and they go, do you smell something? It's a forest fire. Smash cut. All the trees are on fire around them. Just locally, though. Like a tiny little burst of yes. fire with some smoke coming out of it on this tree. And one branch of the tree is on fire here with some smoke. Not I can't like believe those beetles fire. set the trees on fire. And they're running. And they run for a really long time to get back to the car. Seems like too far of a distance to be able to see a creek from where you parked, but I'm not going to quibble. And they're running. And there's just fire. Like, they're, like, literally, like, somebody put a fire emoji 
and pasted it on the film. Yeah, just yeah. Like just really terrible. And they get it's back like, oh, oh, thank God we got away from that mountain lion nobody actually saw. And also no. the forest fire. Let us drive away. Um so uh they run out of gas. Again, do not know in what direction they were going or why. They're just driving aimlessly to nowhere. They run out of gas, but what are we going to do? We should probably find some food and some water. What are we going to do for food? She asks Rod. and like, I don't know. Great help, Rod. Thank you for... So then he looks in the back and he finds, he finds a bucket and a stove, a camping stove, and a rod, uh, and a fishing rod. Rod finds a fishing rod. I could catch a fish on that beach, and we could cook it, and you could find some seaweed. Are you? you it's been speak? a day. Like <laughs> it's been a day, like, and you've had so much water. There's no way you're hungry, and you are have fed the children candy, and you had a sandwich five hours ago. And you went to an Irish pub. I will go. I will go. I will go. I will go catch us a fish. Maybe the gods (laughs) will smile upon us. This is the end times. We, but in the in the long, long ago, in the before time, we could have just. She says the kids. He find he catches a fish. He goes, "I got a fish," (coughs) and, and holds it up to the camera for way too long. And she goes, "I got some seaweed." She's like sensual. I got some seaweed. It's very weird. <laughs> and it's like, okay, great. Let's cook it up. And they boil the seaweed in some seawater. And he cooks. He doesn't gut the fish. He doesn't clean the fish. He doesn't scale the fish. He just puts it in a pan on top of some fire. And they give it to the kids. The kids go, I want Happy Meal. And I'm like, yeah, I would, I would want that too. Have we tried driving to a city that is not this tiny little town in the middle of nowhere? Because perhaps in either San Jose, where I live, in a very big house, or San Francisco, where you live, in a very tiny, small studio apartment. Maybe in one of those places, there is a still-operating McDonald's. And, like, maybe every time you stop and gave these kids candy, you could have gotten them some actual food so that you're not feeding them a not deboned, not gutted, not scaled yeah, fish. come on. Just, like, just buy them some jerky. The, the, not even yeah, buy them anything. The first convenience store you came to didn't even have the weird guy with the weird accent telling you how much expensive the gas was. That guy was dead. You could have just walked in there and, like, strolled some Take everything. jerky. Just, just, just. Do you know how much thing. water they could have gotten? Even more water than they got. Even more water than they got. So, um. Oh yeah, right. Rob was supposed to rescue Ramsey, but Natalie stops him because the birds will get him too, and he goes, "Oh yeah, you're probably right." <laughs> that was what he said. I remember. Oh that. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So anyway, they um. They're going to eat. And she's like, what are we going to do with these kids? Says Natalie. They won't eat. I don't know. It was a stupid thing for us to have them. Like, the, I, the way they are referring to the, to the kids is like, they, like. So, here's what happens. The eagles show up and they stand. And there's no, there's no bullets left in the gun. 
There's no bullets left in the gun. So they're just going to stand there and accept their fate as the eagles swoop in on them. But then a literal flock of doves shows up and turns the eagles back. And the eagles fly away off into the horizon in a group of eagles and then a group of doves flying in the same direction but separate and they fly away off into the horizon for five straight minutes as as the two adults and the two children that they have adopted i guess just watch after them and that is the end of the movie Now, it's pretty cool at the end of the birds when we never find out why the birds attack because, like, they wait out the night in this house and then they wake up and the birds are all just standing there on the lawn, not doing anything. And they, like, have to step over the birds as they walk out the front steps and down to the car and drive away. And that's the end. And we never find out why the birds went crazy or why they stopped, but they're still acting weird. And also, it is definitely implied that that the birds in the birds are doing this all over the place. But we never right. find out if it, if it's that or if it's just one particular group of renegade eagles and some vulture pals. And then the doves are like, hold on, guys. Can't, can't we give peace a chance? Peace online. It is, this is atrocious. No, really no part, no part of this is good. Zero parts. It's, it's not like, it's not like the actors are good in it. No, no, no. It's, it's terrible not like the dialogue it. is clever. No. It's not like any of it makes any sense. No. And it is hilarious that none of what anybody in the movies does has to do with the way that the birds get fended off like it's just doves that come in and take them away everyone that died in this is stupid that's that was my my takeaway and even the survivors are dumb Mm -hmm. you have to see this movie you have to see this movie it is is at least the last 45 minutes you can skip Mm. a lot of the first 45 minutes Mm -mm. i'm again I'm, i'm i'm the opposite you have to you have to watch the whole thing. It is important for you to see how much time they take <laughs> establishing Rod's stock options and Natalie's being Natalie's being like she already knows she is the cover girl for Victoria's Secret and goes, "My mom wants me to give it up and become a real estate agent. I don't know. I might." And even stuff like the waitress whose voice is just dubbed yes. over and stuff. Yeah, no, you have to see this like whole movie. This, this, if if there was a time capsule that we were going to bury and say it's going to be opened in a thousand years, and what we want in it is the worst movie that's ever been made to show people how bad movies could possibly be. If there was an alien race, if there was an if there was an alien race. That said, you must show us the worst movie ever made. And if it is bad enough, we will not destroy your planet. This is the movie you show them. It is a work of horrible, 
terrible are the 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 subtitle for this movie it's not just called birdemic it's called birdemic shock and terror the only thing shocking or terrifying about this movie is that it was made at all correct and i have to see the sequels i'm keeping this flick in because it must be seen it should never have been made but now that it's been made you have to see it like don't you want to see the worst movie ever made i think you do I have to keep it in. Again, think of the but worst But you have movie. to understand you're wasting an hour and a half of your life. Think of the worst movie that you've ever seen. If you haven't seen this, the worst movie you've ever seen. I guarantee you this is worse. Yeah. I, I guarantee you it's worse. There's Everything no that movie. we've done on the show, like it's so appropriate this is the one we're going out on. Because we haven't done a worse movie than this on the show. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hilarious how bad it is. Yeah, yeah, it's peaked. This is the worst movie ever made because so it's everything. Sending in our, our our last chat um, says whether the flick got out of here or stayed in, it was always fun. Maybe the real flicks were the friends we made along the way. Thank you both. Um, thank you to Electric Bayhem. Yes, the friends. Uh, the flicks were the friends we made along the way. Yep. Um, uh, um, any highlights? I'm... Any any uh, memories? Any anything that we should reflect on? I mean, I would say one of my underrated favorite moments was you at the very end of the Grease review, realizing that this all took mm-hmm. place over the an entire yeah that was year. that was that, yeah that was a clutch one yeah um that was a good yeah. one yeah I'm trying to think of any other ones uh, uh no. Velocipaster was genuinely fun. There was there was there were a few that were there were a lot of like it's it's there's, there's Marcel the Shell was like a great weird movie. Yeah, we yeah. had fun on here. There, there there were there were a lot of really good. It was good to like revisit things that I that I hadn't seen in a while that held up, and bad to revisit things that I thought would and didn't. Um, Schlocktober was was fun. Sure, um, the Kiss uh, movie. Praying, praying for my own death. December was not fun ever. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, the, the the kiss movie that we found out about on air and then decided to do the very next week that was fun um uh yeah fuzzy tomato uh, long live yeah yeah it was funny how we were like let's let's start out with this random um reality show that you just <laughs> wanted to do a the dating show <laughs> and eventually we wound up with birdemic that was crazy. It's really um, bookended the whole experience quite perfectly. Mm-hmm. It really has. Um, this this show will probably at some point continue under a different name on a different channel, just because it's too much fun for us. Yes, uh, but but it is it is it is done here. It's and done here by, for now. Yeah, uh, yeah, for now, and probably also done under this name. Uh, but uh, this uh, this has been. A, a fun ride um, yes, for us, and um, it's. Uh, I'm 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 for 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 those of you who are sad to see it go. Uh, I am uh, uh, I'm very very sorry about that, um, and uh, genuinely thank you for coming along on this ride with us. Uh, and there are 87 of these. There's a yeah. lot of people who are fans of the show who I guarantee you have not watched all 87 of these. Yeah. So 
There's a lot. I was hoping we we're going to get to 100. Yeah. Uh, cards on the table. I could see this day coming for a while. Sure. I was just hoping. I was just hoping that we were going to get to 100 before the whole thing got got um got pulled. So um, uh, it is it is the way is it is the the way of uh, the world. Alex, Nothing I think what, what it really is is it's the people's fault. You didn't send us enough chats and support us, so this is on you. <laughs> I won't. I won't do that. Um, I'm totally I, kidding. But we are doing some fun stuff. Alex and I do three shows a week. Otherwise, yes. at, yeah. usually, sometimes yeah. two. Um, yeah. And we are doing some fun stuff on on Fightful Select as well. That is specifically wrestling based movies, so you can yeah. hang out there mm-hmm. with us. But yes. Um, this has been a blast. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I am. I. It is the easiest, most fun thing in the world to be Alex's co-host with anything, and then to get to do something that was non-wrestling related has been really fun. So yep. keep an eye out. Well, this, um, we had a bunch yeah, of fun this, doing this, and we'll we'll yeah. They're, 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 keep keep an eye out. They'll we'll we will probably concoct something so we still keep getting to do this in some other form. Yeah. So um. So yes, we will keep an eye out on our socials media to um. To, to find to find where you might be able to find uh maybe not called this but but in spirit will certainly be more episodes of get the flick out of here um goodbye everybody goodbye newsies we love you r-e-s-p-e-c-t click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.